Fight the Flight podcasters. We are here once again. We will never stop. Oh my God, it's going to be a great day and an even better episode. I have an amazing, esteemed guest, my first international calling guest. I am so appreciative. Oh, I'm just so humble. This is amazing. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Great content, great conversation. Here we go. Fight the flight. We're doing this for y'all. Okay. I appreciate you. I hope you appreciate me. You all know that's my slogan. Here we go. So this guest that we have calling in, this amazing guest that we have calling in, her name is Eba Marie. Did I say that right? Eba? Eba Marie. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yes. Fight the flighters. I was so nervous. I didn't want to mess up her name. I was nervous. I've been thinking about it for like 20 (laughs) minutes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now that we're through that and she is a very esteemed, very, very successful photographer from India who has now contracted to do some work in Dubai. So how's your time been in Dubai? Like, how have you liked it so far? Firstly, Dimitri, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Dubai's been all right. It's really hot these days because the summer just began today, mm-hmm. officially. It's another two months. It's getting busy. Okay. I feel like there's going to be a lot more work. The tourism starts and everything's a little slow now because of the summer and the coronavirus. Oh, but it's yeah. okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's an interesting quick topic we can jump on to early. And this is a podcast about overcoming fear and anxiety and everything that's included with that or what have you. And I know we spoke before briefly on the phone in regard to anxiety in general and how people, you know, deal with it and go through it and how it's very prevalent. And the majority of people uh, kind of deal with it on a particular level, some higher than others or whatever. But how does that factor in? the coronavirus and this pandemic, like how has that affected you in terms of anxiety and just like your mood and everything else about it? How do you feel about that? During the coronavirus, during the lockdown, it was a little difficult for me because, I mean, I've had anxiety before mm-hmm. and it's been there for many years. Mm-hmm. And during the lockdown, I got enough time to like overthink about a lot of things. Right, absolutely. And I think that's something like overthinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I start overthinking like every little thing about my life and it affects <laughs> me in, in a small way. But Right. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like mm-hmm. because there was just a lot of bad news around and maybe that was just feeding my anxiety. Right. And what I did to make myself feel better is to just take a step back from social media sure. and to just have conversations with people who you care about, who care about you. And to just have like good positive conversations and to just keep yourself occupied and a little bit away from the social media. That's okay. It's perfectly okay to take a break. Sure. I know there's a lot of pleasure to do things at home and keep yourself busy and post it on social media. And with a platform like mine, I know that a lot of followers keep messaging me saying like, hey, where are you? Like we haven't been seeing much from you like during the lockdown and that's sort of a pressure you know and then you see other people's Instagram stories and everyone's just uploading stories of their workouts and uh, their cooking and everything that they wanted to try when they had their time and yeah absolutely I mean for people like me who have anxiety Mm -hmm. it's a little difficult to just keep going once we keep hearing bad news everywhere. Right. Most definitely. You know, about the virus, about 
racism about right. a lot of celebrities like and suicide and like you're just so shocked about like everything that you hear about you know wars going on during the pandemic right all of these things do affect me and i feel like you know in general people have been feeling a little low right yeah collectively because of everything that they've been hearing. So. Right. I 100% agree with that. The times that we're in right now are so uncomfortable because they're so new in a way. I mean, kind of old, but really new in a way, uh, especially with the pandemic where people aren't allowed really to be around each other and we have to do social distancing and kind of stay inside a lot more. And, you know, we're communal people, so everybody wants to be out and about and around each other just to experience life because we weren't here to be, you know, an individual and, you know, isolated to ourselves. We were here to be out and about and making relationships and friends with uh, other people and just kind of experiencing life collectively together. And so this pandemic just threw a whole wrench in that, that whole situation and then it kind of made people who are communal by nature have to isolate themselves and of course that has a huge impact on uh people who are dealing with anxiety because you're kind of put in this box to where you have to be isolated or by yourself and i think it was a great thing that you said earlier about kind of unplugging from social media for a little bit because the majority of what you were seeing was kind of bad stuff or negative things that you didn't really want to look at or or pay attention to too much because you already have a sense of anxiety so you're like if i'm looking at these things online and on social media so much then it's just going to kind of bring me down even more so i think that's a really important point and very powerful that sometimes we have to people, we have to unplug from the outside world in that way. Because what happens is that when you're anxious already, then everything else that's going on in the outside world, like it kind of has a heightened feeling or message that promulgates onto you. So it makes you feel even worse. So you're like, yeah. ah. so unplugging, I think that's an amazing uh, thing to do from time to time from social media and from other things too, as well, because it kind of gives you a chance to refocus, reset and recalibrate, you know, kind of refocus the camera because this whole year, 2020 has been one for the books, right? I mean, it's been so much going on. Like it seems like every day there's something else that we're having having to tackle and deal with as a society, um, as a whole, really. So the unplugging portion of it, I really appreciate it. I also want to point out that not because of anxiety, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of nightmares. Mm-hmm. And like, I wake up trained in the morning some days. Right. And I have personally doing a lot more yoga and reading a lot more positive things. Right. Because... I wake up so drained in the morning Absolutely. after my nightmare. And I may know for sure that this is not just me. It's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Even when I talk to my friends, don't necessarily have anxiety, but they are experiencing nightmares. They all wake up like a little tired. Right. I also want to point out. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just best to like stay away from like unplug, like you said, like unplug from the social media. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could actually help. Yeah, it absolutely. could help. I'm not saying it'll be completely gone, but it will help. You right. feel a lot easier about it. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. And that's the thing too, because the majority of what's online right now is thought provoking, but negative. And this is what happens in general, I feel, opinion only, that negativity begets more negativity. So that's why I try to stay possible. I mean, positive at all times or as much as possible because positivity also breeds more positivity. So the only way to change or the main way I believe to change negativity 
into something positive is to yeah. inject positivity into that negative situation. So the more positive yeah. and forward thinking that we can be about everything across the board, then it's so facto, we're going to put more positivity than negativity into the world. And I don't know about you, but I believe strongly in energy. So I'm trying to put positive energy into the world to replace some negative energy. Yeah. Even if it's a minuscule amount, if I put more positivity into something, then I feel like the outcome is going to be more positive than I negative. I agree with you. Right? Yeah. yeah. I have been studying positive energies and experiencing like vibration in general for the last two, three years. And mm-hmm. I agree with you, like putting in a lot more positive energy, like trying, at least trying to do that will help. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's paramount to getting through life and overcoming and jumping over these hurdles and continuing to run is that, um, and I think it's most necessary when things are bad, right? When things aren't going great, that yeah. is when you have to revert back to that positive outlook and that positive attitude to help pull you through the tough times. Because, and I want people to realize this is that it's okay not to be okay all the time. No one's going to be okay all the time. The majority of the time, people are going through so many things. And a lot of those things you won't see on the surface because everyone's going to be wearing their own proverbial mask to mask their emotions or their problems or whatever and present themselves to the world as if everything is fine. But no, like that's a facade. That's fake. Everybody's going through certain things or whatever. And it's okay to be going through those things. And it's okay to talk about those things. It's okay to be, you know, not in a great place all the time. But the switch has to, the problem is, is that you just can't stay there. It's okay to be down low. It's just not okay to let your mind stay there, right? So you have to speak positivity into yourself and into others. This is part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Why I started this podcast was initially my long fight with anxiety and when I was younger and the things that I had to go through because of it. And I wanted to bring a positive message to people to say, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to know how you're going to get over something. The how doesn't matter yet. The only thing that matters is that you have to speak positivity and you have to be positive in your mindset, even when every fiber in your body is telling you like, look, this is going to be bad. This is not going to be good. This is going to be here forever. This is going to be, no, 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 no. You have to change your words that you say to yourself. Um, you have to change the way you speak to yourself and you will start believing in that positivity more and more and more because you're seeing that these things aren't breaking you. You think they're breaking you, but what they're doing is they're really just, they're remodeling you. To come out of the ashes and be a better person, a stronger person, right? Because the vulnerability in a person does not make them weak. The vulnerability actually makes them stronger than ever. They just don't know it yet. So we have to go through trials and tribulations to get to our strongest point. I want to transition to your story, if you will, about how you started dealing with anxiety and everything in regard to that. Yeah, I'd like to know about that. I'm sure the listeners would like to know too. So let us know. How anxiety affected you in your life and what ways does it affect you now? For me personally, anxiety wasn't one specific pile of things in my life that fell down like layers, mm-hmm. one on top of the other. And all of this combined was when I realized that I had anxiety. Mm-hmm. I studied in a boarding school um, all my life, like most of my life, at least till my 10th grade. And I was really happy then. I had no issues. Uh, I had no anxiety. I wasn't sad. I was a very happy child. And my parents put me in a school in Kerala 
for my 11th and 12th. That's when I went to Kerala for the first time I experienced the culture and which in turn like you know was a culture shock to me because I studied in a school which was completely different from the school. Being in the school it was hardly welcoming to me like I was really bullied a lot emotionally the people that I hung out with. Right. And to a point where there were a lot of things that happened in the boarding and at some point there were a few girls who went and told the other girls like not to talk to me and i experienced loneliness for the first time uh in my life and i really understood what loneliness felt like and whatever i did from there like till the time i graduated from the school all that i did was you know try to do things that people i mean hoping that you know someone would be my friend and i did find a few friends like very few right i feel like that's where it started for me Mm-hmm. from the time when i was bullied and when i experienced loneliness and then you know after that i was in a relationship and it wasn't a very appreciative relationship right yeah so that kind of attitude as well the relationship the initial relationship you were in i understood the issues with communication like i did not understand the value of communication in the relationship and then a lot of problems happened and when i broke up i was pretty underconfident is that a word underconfident uh, it, it is today <laughs> it is today <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah well uh, i wasn't very confident i had low self esteem low self confidence everything was just so low i had zero friends because during the relationship i made friends with only his friends so this was my second time experiencing loneliness after the breakup and that's when i mean i started to understand anxiety a lot more right yeah and from there i started building friends i started building friend circles that were a lot more positive to me i kept away from relationships for a while because of this because I understood that deep within I wasn't very happy right. and I did take a long time to understand what anxiety he was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I genuinely feel like I worked a lot on it and I'm a lot better from what I was four years ago five years ago and like I remember telling myself five years ago that in five years I want to leave the country I want to be happier in general and I don't want to be anxious as I am right now and I gave myself a very realistic goal and today 5 years later I'm exactly doing this. See? Amazing. And amazing. Yeah, I am so happy. I can't say that I'm completely over anxiety and I've recovered. I feel like there are moments when it's very trying for me. Right. Um I have small amounts of anxiety and there are certain things in my life that gives me anxiety but there are certain things that I have overcome. Right, absolutely. So this anxiety thing, it's a marathon, not a race, right? So there're going to be times where even when you feel like and you do and you progress a certain amount and you're like, "You know what? I'm, you know, you feel confident. You're like, "Hey, I'm starting to I'm beating this thing. I'm actually, you know, thinking better and a little more clearly and you know, it's getting better. It's getting better." And then there there're going to be times in life because that's how life works where you feel like well, I made a couple steps forward. This is great. And then you're like, uh-oh, hold on. These have been a bad couple of weeks. I feel like I'm regressing. But no, what you're doing is you're just getting back to the point where 
You have to realize how much strength that you built up by going through it in general. So as people in general, we don't give ourselves enough credit for how powerful we actually are and how strong we actually are. Because when you're going through something and you're super anxious or whatever the case may be, and things don't seem great or feel great or or what have you, it's harder to realize how far you've actually come and how strong you actually are. The whole time you've been dealing with anxiety and whatever you've been going through, you know, and anyone, this is anyone in general, and uh, I'm speaking to myself included is that these situations and these circumstances that you go through, you don't realize in the moment, you don't realize until you get out of it, but you don't realize how much power and strength you are building up within yourself because you're so worried about the problem at hand that you don't realize that each day that you deal with this problem and you still progress and you still get things done and you still live your life, right? You are actually building armor, You are becoming stronger and stronger, even if you don't recognize it yet, but it will show itself how strong you've become when you have to go through tough things. Because before you're like, oh, well, this might break me, whatever, right? But really is what you're doing, and this is unbeknownst to you, this is without you even knowing, you're building up strength and you're building up courage and you're building up confidence so that you can battle these things even more so and overcome these things later on, right? So you have to stop sometimes and give yourself some credit and say, hey, you know what? Last week was a bad week, but guess what? I got through it. I'm into this week. I'm worried about now and today because that's all we actually have is the now. So I made it through those things that I didn't even think I could make it through. So you know what? I'm doing pretty good. Last week wasn't a bad week for me. It was just a character building week for me. It was just a character building week and I made it through that and I'm going to make it through this one as well. And I'm just going to keep going and worry about the day and then get things done. And I'm going to believe in myself and speak positivity into myself and I'm going to do positive things. I'm I'm going to let myself be an example of you can go through things and still get through things, but your attitude determines your altitude. As long as your attitude is positive, it will determine your altitude. And when you have a positive attitude, then you can soar to new heights. You can always soar to new heights, but you have to have a positive attitude when you're going through these things because it's paramount to overcoming and to success in general. And that's in any facet of uh, any situation, really. Yeah, absolutely. Most- yeah, so, you know, I also want to touch upon how I help myself through anxiety. Sure. I'm a photographer. I'm a professional photographer. Yes. And through photography, I mean, through my anxiety, I also realized that this is something I was really passionate about and I felt so positive about. And, sure. you know, through photography, I was determined to learn to fight for anxiety. Right. I mean, I worked really hard and I made a good reputation with my new set of friends after my breakup. and. It felt so good to be accepted and loved and cared by a handful of people. And that really helped me. And mm-hmm. my work gained a lot of attention from people around the south of India. And I worked for projects in multiple cities. And, and I was always traveling around, which really helped me. Yes. And with the help of I constantly taking up a lot more creative work and with a good hand, handful of friends that I had, I mean, I overcame anxiety a lot more, but there is a thin line of anxiety that runs to me every single day. Right. I mean, and for me, even today, there are a lot of things that I I find myself constantly trying to reassure myself that I'm loved and cared for. Mm-hmm. And like, it's always so hard to believe sometimes right. that I am loved and I am cared. 
because I fought through loneliness a lot, right. I'm constantly striving to like work really hard to feel more accepted. Right. Exactly. Huh? That's an amazing story. So this is one thing I want you to know is that you've always been good enough. You've always been strong enough. Even when you didn't believe you were, you've always been exactly what you want to be. It's always been there. So it's just sometimes we have to remind ourselves that, hey, you know, I am a pretty cool person. I am a strong person. You know, I am a confident person, even though sometimes life will make you feel like you're not or that you're less than, but you've always been enough. You've always been a person that can persevere and overcome things. It's just certain times you have to work, you have to work a little differently or look at the angle a little bit differently. I guess um, I'll say this because, you know, you're an amazing photographer. So I think about life like this. I think about life like you have a picture, you have a picture that you want to take and the picture looks great initially, but then life happens and maybe, you know, you get knocked down and you have to pick up the camera again and you have to ref. what do you have to do? You have to refocus the camera and you have to check the lens and you have to make sure your dimensions are right to take the picture again. So life is going to always try to change up your initial image and make it seem like it's not the great image that it should be. But all you have to do with life when that happens to you is you have to dust yourself off, pick the camera back up, and then you just have to maybe refocus or, you know, switch up the camera lens and you have to get a different vantage point sometimes and perspective to see that, okay, this picture actually looks better. It actually looks better from this vantage point, which I didn't know before. So life is just a lesson. It's just a lesson, a whole bunch of lessons. But you just have to make sure that yeah. you're sitting in the front seat of that class because that's the way you'll learn. You'll learn everything you need to know and you'll learn so much about yourself. People don't learn a lot of things about themselves while everything is going well. People learn so much about themselves when things aren't going well. You learn about your real strength, your real courage, your real opportunities, your real possibilities, and you learn how much you can go through, and it makes the good times even better. So this is what I mean by that. To have love, right, to have real love and to recognize real love, that means you have to have experienced or know real pain. You can't have one without the other. So sometimes in life, you have to go through things that you don't want to go through, but that's just to set you up to let you know that, okay, now when you're really experienced love and you really experience peace or whatever, it's so much sweeter and it's so much greater because you know what the other side of the coin looks like too. So if you know what pain looks like and feels like, you know what anxiety looks like and feel like, and you know what failures look like and what they feel like, then it makes it that much sweeter and that much better to really appreciate the love and the progress and the passion and the promise all of that good stuff. So sometimes the bad is there only to show you how much sweeter the good will be and how much sweeter the good things in life are. Sometimes we have to go through things to get there, but that's perfectly fine. And I'm such a fan of yours, not just your photography, because that's amazing, but just your power as a person and how strong you are and how many things you've gone through and that you're still walking strong, walking tall with your head up and getting things done. And it's amazing. And I I mean, I am uh, truly, truly uh, appreciative of you and your story and everything that you're doing out here because uh, it's amazing. And um, I'm impressed. I'm thoroughly impressed. I'm thoroughly impressed for sure. So the next thing I want to jump on, 
I want to jump on this just for a few moments. So I know that we had a uh, conversation a few days ago. We were talking about, you know, potentially doing the podcast and all of that good stuff. And uh, we spoke about, you know, with, you know, you being in Dubai, things still kind of being locked down, you know, there and pretty much everywhere. There's been times where you felt anxious or where, you know, you may be having nightmares and things of that nature. And some days were in, like you said, you spoke, it was so powerful when you said it, you said that. Sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with the anxiety and it kind of seeps into your subconscious and into your dreams and you have a few nightmares and you wake up like really drained, really tired because you feel like you've been battling even where you were sleeping, you were battling, you were fighting this thing. I remember when you said that and I, I remember we were talking about that. I spoke to you about this word that I hold so dearly to my heart and that's so important to me and it's helped me through so many things, especially anxiety is the word until, until. Yeah. And how much power that word has, because if I. It's so powerful. Yeah. Give the people a little bit about our conversation about until from the other day. Dimitri said something that I thought about for the last two days. And that's anything I get anxious about, like any small thing. I mean, I tell myself this is going to be this way or until this happens or until that happens. Right. Yeah. It's not going to be permanent. It's going to pass. Right. And that gave me so much more peace. Like, just to tell myself that it's okay, that I'm going through this, that I feel way about a certain thing, but this is going to be there until. Yes, absolutely. Until the time passes or until it's time. Right. right. So I feel that thing I thought about for the last two days. I mean, two days ago, then we had a conversation. And for the last two days, I've just been thinking about that. And anytime stressed about something, I just reminded myself, it's okay, that's going through this, and this is going to be there only until this amount of time. Right, right. Until and that really mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be permanent. That's just me giving in a little bit of a positivity. To be honest, nobody has ever, ever about until. Right. Like, until we had the conversation. <laughs> until we had the conversation. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. But I think that word is so powerful for people who have, like, battle anxiety. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Dimitri, I want to meet some people what you told me. Okay, yeah. So when we were talking about this the other day, as you just referenced, and um, I just started, you know, speaking to you about how I view circumstances in life and how I'm able to battle and uh, persevere against anxiety, even if, you know, just in the moment, and I found this word a little while ago, and I'm actually writing a book, and the book, the title is called Until. Yeah, so I'm writing a book about this. And um, we spoke about it in reference to you don't realize how much power is in words or even just a word. So the word until, to me, um, yeah. is so powerful because it means that you can accomplish anything or overcome anything, but you have to have your parameters set up properly. And what I mean by that is that if someone says like, oh, well, you're going through this, like I know it's been hard for you, how long are you going to battle with this? And you just say, you use the word until. I'm going to battle with this and I'm going to deal with this and I'm going to go through this until 
I win. Until I come out of this thing, until I get what I want out of life. And that word is so powerful in so many ways, and one of which is because when you say until to a situation, when you say until to your problems, when you say until to your pain, to your heartbreak, to whatever, when you use the word until, I'm going to go through this the best way I know how until I get over this. So automatically that means you cannot lose. When you put until into your vocabulary and you use it often, you cannot lose because that means that you're going to keep fighting. You're going to keep going forward. You're going to keep pressing on no matter how bad it feels, no matter how upset it can make you. You're still going to keep persevering and keep going until you win. So when you bring until into your life, into your goals and into your situations and into your troubles and your triumph, when you bring until into it and you say it often and you mean it when you say it, like, I'm never going to give up. I'm going to keep going until I win. You hold the keys to everything that you've ever wanted in your life in that word, because that means you're going to keep fighting until you get what you deserve and you get what you want and you're able to overcome what has ever held you down before. When you put until into your daily basis, I mean, when you put it into your daily schedule, you are so powerful with that word. You can slay any dragon. You can climb any mountain. Until you're just going to go through it until you get over it and you're going to work hard to get over those things. But until means that I will never quit or I will never give up on anything that is passionate to me or anything that I'm going through. So then that makes you the most powerful person to yourself and to others because you become you have a mentality of I will not be defeated. And when you say until that, okay, now I need you to realize as well, everyone who's listening. I need you to realize that until doesn't mean that you're going to get over it in a day. It doesn't mean that you're going to get over it in a month. It doesn't mean that you're going to get over it even in a year. But what it does mean is that you're not worried about the timeline anymore. You're saying, look, I'm throwing the time constraints out the window, right? Because the time constraints can sometimes make you fall backwards. So I'm throwing those out of the window and I'm just going to keep going and keep focusing my energy into positivity and doing things that I used to even like, even if I don't like them now, but I used to like them. They used to make me feel good about myself. I'm going to continue to do these things. I'm going to continue to work on myself until I win until I get exactly what I want out of life and what I deserve out of life. So you have to carry until like it's the a term paper in your book bag, right? You got to carry it with you wherever you go. It needs to be with you at all times because if you have an until mentality and you attack life with an until mentality, there is no way for you to lose. Even if it takes a couple of years for you to get through something, even if it's a, you know, a couple of months for you to maybe if you're studying for a test and it's really hard and you know, whatever, but you have the until mentality. So it doesn't matter if it doesn't work for you initially, or you don't feel like you've gotten there initially, you're building up strength and you have so much power because you're using the word until and it's into your life and you're letting it seep into your thoughts. Look, I'm going to go through this until I get through this. I'm going to handle this until I get through this. You know, like the pain's going to be there for a while. That's okay. No problem at all. But just know pain that you're not here to stay. You're here to go because my mentality is until. So I will deal with you and battle you until I win. That's really the epitome of the word until. If you put until into your life, you can accomplish anything, literally anything. So that's kind of what we spoke about on the phone a few days ago. The word until actually made me feel a lot better for the last few days. I that's cannot thank you enough for this. 
You don't know how happy that makes me feel. Don't make me cry on this podcast now. Don't make me do it. <laughs> don't make me do it. <laughs> don't make me do it. I'm truly, truly humbled and honored that even a few words could help you in that way. That's so great. And in a way that helps me too, because it reassures me that I'm on the right track because this is what I'm here for is just to, uh, I'm here to help people in any way that I can and just open up the dialogue for people to be okay about talking about things that they've dealt with in life that have been rough, tough, and uh, come out of it stronger because sometimes you relay in a story and you don't know who it can affect. You don't know what you're, I mean, even today with the podcast today, you don't know how many people could be affected in a positive way and how many words that, you know, they could take from this and it really helped them, even if a small way, in a minuscule way, it could still help. So uh, that's what I'm here for. That's why I'm here. I'm just trying to help people. And uh, also while helping myself, just letting people realize and recognize how much power and how much strength we actually have. We just have to unlock that power because it's always been in us and it'll always be in us. We just have to let it out. We got to look fear in the eyes and say, fear, I'm not afraid anymore. You haven't come to stay. You've come to pass. And I'm so thankful to you for this opportunity. And I'm so proud of what you're doing. I'm pretty sure the people who listen to this podcast before know your story. And I'm so proud of what you're doing Thank and you. everything that you're doing for the awareness of men, like mental health and anxiety. Yes. And this is such a great platform to be able to like connect with people who feel anxiety and who are looking for ways to feel better or looking, to, you know, just to have fun. Like they're a part of a conversation about how to feel. Like I'm so proud of what you're doing, and oh. thank you so much for this opportunity. You are too kind. I appreciate you so much. It means the world to me. It really does. And I thank you so much. I'm so thank humbled you. and so grateful to have you on my podcast. You've been an amazing guest and um, you're just a great person and you're really doing the things that are necessary to battle this anxiety and, and to battle just the struggles in life in general. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. I'm going to check out some more of the photography. I mean, it's awesome. It is A1. It's great. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you. And maybe, you know, down the line, I'll have you back on and, you know, we'll kind of have a recap and see how everything's going, you know, with life. I love this. Get on another podcast. Yes. Maybe okay. not like in time. Yes. Like, uh, we're going to do Yeah, we're going to do, do it. We're definitely going to do it. We're definitely going to do it. Thank you so much. Okay, so really quickly before we sign off, let everybody know about your Instagram page for your photography and things like that so we can have everybody go follow you and just have them see just how amazing all of your pictures are and uh, just how great you know, you're know you doing and just to be able to connect with you and check out all of your work because your work, it's really amazing. It really is. It is, it is great. It is great. Thank you so much. I go under the uh, my handle is Miss underscore Eva Murray. Right. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So just to make sure everybody got that, it's Miss underscore Abash Marie, M-I-S-S underscore E-B-A-M-A-R-I-E. You're up to 13,000 followers. You're big time now. You're big time. Legendary stuff. Thank you so much. We have to do this again sometime. 
this has been an amazing episode. I've been so excited. I like, I woke up at like 7 a.m. this morning, so excited about this, this episode. Like, I couldn't even sleep all the way through. I'm like, ah, I'm up at seven. I'm walking around. You know, I'm looking at things and trying to make sure that I can get the studio time together. It's been amazing. And I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. This means the world and, uh, fight the flight family. We just introduced someone else into our family. We're welcoming her with open arms, and uh, we're just going to keep fighting until we win. Until we win. Thank you so much again. I appreciate you, Eva Marie, and uh, have fun in Dubai, and I will connect with you soon. Fight the flight. Here we go. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks.